0: You're listening to the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. Alright
1: everybody, welcome in. Another edition of the Filthy Fantasy Football Show. A show that's not afraid to say fuck. As always, it's your fancy and Husky host, King Josh, Josh the King with Big Rome. What the hell's going on? Dude, why Jordan Howard? Why? Oh, God. He's why? such a, son why? Of a bitch. You know, he. I mean, we can dive right into what happened last night, but it's insane. Three carries, one yard, and a touchdown. <laughs> On the on the season, this man has sixteen attempts for twelve yards at a .75 yard per carry, with three touchdowns on the year. I just and hate he's him. The goddamn, I just hate him. He, he's he's the number thirty four running back on the year. Ugh! It's like you you can never you,
0: play this guy. So it's, a, but it's you so yeah, you can't uh, play
1: him. You know, it's just so speaking hard. Of, Speaking of not being able to play players, I actually literally right before the show started, I dropped Matt Burita in Dynasty format. Um, I picked up Drew Sample, which I don't know. I might end up dropping him eventually, but especially because I have Tyler Higbee in, in Dynasty, and I have Mike Gusecki in Dynasty, but I figured, fuck it, what's another tight end? If anything, he's just more waiver fodder, but it's just with Matt Burita last night going three carries – for four yards zero targets in the passing game put up 0.4 points in fantasy you know I just to me I think he's unrosterable right now because they they seem to be in love with Miles Gaskin which is fine he actually looked decent but he but Matt Burita in terms of talent I think he's the best running back on the Dolphins team
0: I, I think by far and away he's the best running back on the Dolphins team I mean in it... It's hard. I know we talked before the show here, and it's, I'm conflicted because in a season long, I've got Matt Breda, and I'm thinking, you know, mm. God, do you, when do you drop this guy? When do you drop him? You know, if I was you, and I understand I you've, actually, got, you've got Miles Gaskins, so, so it makes sense to sort of say Breda's not the guy, but it's all about running back depth, and I think that when you've got a talented guy like that, shit, I might go pick him up in our Dynasty League if, if I, you know nobody's I, got a higher I, uh, waiver.
1: I hope you do. The problem is like it's just one, I can't play him, period. I mean in, in Dynasty I was lucky enough to get the Mike Davis pickup on waivers. Right. You know, and, and he's I can't play him in any week because like I said right now I picked up Mike Davis, I have Miles Gaskin, and I have um Naheem Hines. So I mean I, I mean I would rather play Chris Thompson. <laughs> Brian Hill or Tariq Cohen before I would play Matt Burita. So I just, I, I, which is tough because I only have one legit running back on the team having Josh Jacobs. Although who knows, Miles Gaskin may, the problem is Miles Gaskin. I think he's, he's a talented player. He's, he's clearly the starter in Miami, but he's more of like an RV three flex player versus being an actual starting running back that I I'm going to have to use as a running back. And then, you know, Mike Davis is alone, but I just feel that right now, Matt burita I just, I, to me in redraft in our season long league and our big money league, I don't know why you still have Matt Burita on your roster. I think he's probably droppable in that league dynasty. He's worth a bench stash. But for me personally, I just, I, I, I'm not comfortable having two dolphins on my roster, especially with that backfield being fucked up and, you know, Lamar Miller, I'm sorry, cr- correction, Jordan Howard, just completely fucking it up for me. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, at this point, it's like, who would you rather have him or Peyton Barber?
1: Exactly. So, I I mean, I guess with us kind of talking about these players, we can break down what happened last night, uh, Thursday night. So Miami actually looked great against Jacksonville and Jacksonville looked like the team I thought Jacksonville was at, you know, before the season started. Uh, (laughs) Ryan Fitzpatrick, the beard versus the stash. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick actually looked decent. I mean, the stats aren't that great with 160 passing yards, two touchdowns, but he did have a rushing touchdown, and he caught the ball, so he got one reception. So for PPR, there's a bonus point for you. He put up 29 points this week.
0: (laughs) Uh, Man, you know, they were the only ones that must have been listening to the show and were like, shootout? You got it. Let's score some points because Mm -hmm. Jacksonville did not show up. What a what a shitty day all around. They just looked pathetic. They looked mm-hmm. defeated all game. It seemed just from the first from the first touchdown, all the way till the end of the game. I mean, the team just looked downtrodden, which is weird because they played so up these first two weeks. To then you know have the they were at home last night, weren't they? It's like they yeah. should have shown out, but they just couldn't get it done, man. I can't quite explain what was going on. Other than the loss of DJ Chark, which obviously that, hurts,
1: I think that really hurt them. But you know, continue on with the Miami team. Miles Gaskin led the backfield, twenty-two carries, sixty-six yards, five catches for twenty-nine yards. You know, Gaskin looks. I mean, his runs were fair enough. I mean, you know, he averages was that three yards a carry. Yeah. But I mean, he had that great. Was it 15-yard run right at the end? Which actually made me happy because I was like, fuck, I'm getting, like, no points from this guy. Which actually kind of worked out for me because in PPR, he was projected for 12 points, put up 14 and a half. So, I, I like that because I'm off to a good start. Yeah. Um, you know, Jordan Howard, three fucking carries, one yard, and a touchdown. I mean, although, to to defend Howard, Gaskin had, like, three or five carries inside the five, got nothing. Howard scored the touchdown. And yeah. then Matt Burita, three carries for four yards. So,
0: I mean the guy, the guy that was—I got to be honest—he was impressive on the ground, which he shouldn't have been. But Ryan Fitzpatrick, I know we just touched on him, dude—he had like ten points, almost ten points, just on the ground alone.
1: Yeah, well, he had set, uh, thirty-eight rushing yards and a touchdown, so <laughs> like 9.8 yards yeah. just from running. I mean, that's and great Fitz, for a Fitz quarterback who a,
0: never runs.
1: Yeah, Fitz isn't a mobile quarterback. No. Then. I mean, but see, that's why we we've been saying a running quarterback. That's also good at passing, you know. You don't want just to have like a like an RG3 type deal, but a quarterback that can run but can also pass. They're like the cheat code in fantasy. So, you know, yeah. your Kyler Murray's, Russell Wilson's, you know, Pat Lamar obviously, like those kind of guys cuz you know, rushing yards are more valuable than passing yards. Right. And then it's just it it's all. Now, I will say this for the for the leagues that are 4 point quarterback touchdown passes, stop, it. go to Dad. 6. What the fuck's stop. wrong with you? Go to 6. Yeah. It's that ridi- shouldn't even yeah, be an really, option. It's
0: really ridiculous.
1: The fact that that's the default <coughs> scoring to me is very disgusting. Yeah. Uh, Devontae Parker, five catches, 69 yards, which, I mean, he had a banged up ham- uh, hamstring all week, so there was actually a possibility that it wasn't going to play, but he looked okay out there.
0: I mean, and the day would have been totally different had he not been passing interference in the end zone, which was just mm-hmm. egregious. And, you know, right when that happens, I just threw my hands in the air. And I believe I even texted you like "Fuck, yeah <laughs> <laughs> this is coming like it's coming, it's happening, and then the next play or two plays, Howard you know falls his fat yeah, ass then, into the end zone
1: it just and then I texted you back, fucking goddamn it, L- Lamar or Jordan Howard just coming in and fucking it up like,
0: man it's so frustrating
1: it really is um. But then you have Preston Williams, two catches, seven yards, and a touchdown. So I mean, Preston Williams to me still a bench stash. Um, I, I don't think you can play him. Mike Geseki, one catch, fifteen yards, and a touchdown. That's all you need from your tight end. Ugh. I mean,
0: no, you want more, especially because I mean, everybody's thinking he's going to go for Hunt Member. Everybody all all week. Oh, he's Eight? he's yeah, he's going to be fine. Nah, he scored, and that's it. Because yeah, well, other than for- that, he looked like shit.
1: Yeah, 8 for 130 and a touchdown last week. Looked great against a much better Buffalo defense. Takes on this Swiss Army, excuse me, Swiss cheese defense of Jacksonville with one catch, 15, and a touchdown. You know, it's funny because he got the touchdown fairly early. I was like, all right, damn, I should have played Gusecki, and then he did nothing else. And And that being said, it was a great catch. Like, that was a great catch.
0: I'm not going to take anything away from him there, but that was the only catch of the whole day.
1: Uh, Other side of the ball, Gardner Minshew reverted back to his standard of just not much 275 passing yards, one pick three carries for 22 yards, but he also fumbled. I mean, I I will say DJ losing DJ Chark, when you lose your best receiver and DJ Chark is a very talented wide receiver that does kind of fuck it up for you. Um, it was unfortunate because, uh, you know, it was nice to see Minshew with back to back three touchdown passing games to then get completely shut out. So I know a lot of people, I mean, including us, we thought Minshew was—I actually had Minshew as a potential start this week, um, but didn't pan out that way.
0: Yeah, I had Minshew at, at quarterback 12, so he, uh, he really fucked my rankings up real, real yeah. nice.
1: Uh, James Robinson looks legit. I mean, Dude,
0: that guy's good.
1: He's a good running back. He actually, you know, now it kind of makes sense when Jacksonville's like, fine, fuck it, four kick rocks. You <laughs> yeah. know James James Robinson looks great. 11 carries for 46 yards, which isn't the greatest thing. Two touchdowns, six catches for 83 yards, put up 30 fucking points this week. There's an absolute possibility that he's going to be the number one running back in fantasy this week. He had a monster day.
0: Yeah, I mean, he, he definitely uh... – it's weird because nobody kind of saw this coming, right? All, nobody knew who this kid was. And he's kind of taking these first three weeks by storm, man. And he just mm-hmm. – it's the fact that he's really a dual threat player. He can make these mm-hmm. catches. That, you know, he's, he is single-handedly making Chris Thompson irrelevant. Because yeah. I'm looking at him thinking, hey, hey, you know, when Fournette first got released, man, I went out and jumped on Chris Thompson quick. Thinking he's going to oh, be yeah. the guy. Well, I mean, he's still got six targets for five care or for five uh, receptions and thirty-five yards receiving, which isn't the worst day. But man, compared to James Robinson, it's like child's play. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Well, it's crazy,
1: James. James Robinson is still only rostered in 85% of Yahoo leagues. What? And it's kind of like, what the fuck's wrong with you people? Pick that man up. Can I be it's in gotta your be, league? Yeah,
0: it's got to be like 18 leagues. But even then, like, what are you guys doing? They're just going off of names alone. People have got people have got Bell still rostered, I would imagine. Well, don't go drop Bell, but I don't know, man. They might go gore the rest of the year, judging on the hard-on Gase has got for them.
1: It's true. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, your boy, one carry, one yard. Five catches, 33 yards. I mean, there's not a lot to say in the passing game. Like, like we were talking about, DJ Chark being out really fucked him up. I I started Keelan Cole in our uh, in our redraft league. He only had four for 43, so that was kind of disappointing. Especially because actually at the end there. I thought there was a chance Cole could have been garbage time man because yeah. he had that, he had that decent catch for about 15 yards, but then took a helmet to helmet hit and knocked him out the rest of the game and I yeah. said, well there that, there that goes. it was also just a kind of I, I
0: don't know watching these last couple of drives <coughs> excuse me you know I, I'm looking at Levivishka and all he's not even on the field he's, mm-hmm. he's packaged in which is kind of it's kind of strange that that's the case because I think he can play any position. Really uh, across the wide receivers, but but for to see him not on the field and to see guys like Chris Con- Chris drops a lot. Conley, yeah, like that guy got the most targets on the team and he made three catches.
1: That's he had eight targets, so you know Minshew was actively looking for him, but and he was hitting Conley right in the chest with some of uh, those passes. Yeah. He's yeah. fucking dropping them, it's, you know, it's, and it's ridiculous. And the thing you're a, you know, Conley's been in the league for five years. It's like, dude, do better. Yeah,
0: it's it's yeah. or or get the hell out of here because, at this point, him and like, what the hell's going on with Didi Westbrook? He was a name from a couple years ago that people loved coming out of Oklahoma, and he got it one target. Crazy. Like, I don't yeah. I don't know what happened to this kid. I really have no idea other than he plays LaVisca Chenault's position.
1: I I don't know. Like, did he? Did he bang the coach's wife or something? Because he yeah. was the number one wide receiver on that team a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: shark that that same year, shark took over and, and showed everybody mm-hmm. that he was he was the guy. But yeah, man, I'm not sure what's going on with the pass catchers other than losing DJ Chark. You know, because that's where that's Conley's. That Conley is his backup. Mm-hmm. So you see that those targets. I mean, if that's Chark, it might be a whole different ball game.
1: Well,
0: for Minshew, t- for, for especially.
1: Yeah, well, especially because Tark's a much more talented player. Yeah. You know, so. All right, um, that'll wrap it up for Thursday night's review. Let's uh, take a look at the headlines leading into Sunday week three. First off, uh, Bucks wide receiver Scotty Miller, he's off the final injury report for week three, so he's going to be slotted in as the number three receiver. But with a healthy Chris Godwin who cleared the concussion protocol and – um, uh, Mike Evans, he's back to 100%. Although Justin Watson has been ruled out for week three. But I think Scotty Miller's not going to get a lot of love this week. No. Uh, Malcolm Brown, his finger, so, his finger seems healthy, so he's off the final injury report. But Cam Akers has been ruled out with the rib problem. And I, I kind of figured Akers was going to yeah. be out. I mean, when, yeah. when you have, like, fucked up cartilage from the rib... You can't have that out for for safety reasons. Exactly. You know, it's just th- this man could have a floating rib that's going to puncture his fucking lug like Tyrod Taylor style, yeah, exactly. and then he's in the hospital. Exactly. And you made a
0: point earlier this week that, that rings so true to me. It's like even
1: fantasy owners
0: need to know that it doesn't matter what his injury status is when it's ribs and it's fresh. Just don't play the guy because he's one good clean shot away from being out for the game. And, you, and you're fucked with... Uh, I don't know, 0.4 points or whatever the hell mm-hmm. he'd get. Just don't do it when it's ribs, when it's something as finicky as that. You just got to be careful. You have to be smarter than essentially what the injury database is telling you.
1: Exactly. And so with even though Brown is technically off the injury report, I can only imagine that Henderson, especially with him being so effective last week, He's going to – I think it's. he's going to have like 90% of the backfield this week. And then Brown might just come in here and there. He might even pull the fucking Jordan Howard and get <laughs> yeah, the goal line touchdown. To say, just about so, to say that. So, honestly, I mean, if you're a Michael – I'm excuse me, Malcolm Brown owner, I probably wouldn't play him this week because he literally had a fractured pinky and had a minor surgery to fix it. Yeah. And, you know, you can't trust that. Daryl Henderson, fire him up 100%. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Tyrod Taylor is – I mean, we already knew this, but he's been officially ruled out for week three. So, Justin Bear is going to be the starter for week three against Carolina. Um, Anthony Lynn said that when Tyrod Taylor's healthy, he's our quarterback. But if 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 Herbert has a great outing, I don't think there's any chance that, that Taylor gets that job back. I mean,
0: uh, it, it, it's going to be interesting to see how it plays out. You know, if he if he puts together a real good game, I, I could see them sticking with Herbert. I mean, other than I'll, that though You're right, if he goes just, out and shits the bed. Yeah.
1: If he if he goes out and shits the bed and then the coach is like, All right, well let's let Taylor get next week and then I mean that's assuming he's healthy come next week. I mean he still had a punctured lungs. I mean let's so.
0: really not forget how bad Taylor was week one. I mean it wasn't yeah. he wasn't anything special.
1: Wasn't anything to brag about. Mhm. Uh, Jerry Judy, superstar in the making wide receiver for the Denver Broncos. He's actually gonna be a game time decision. Um, with I think he said he had rib problems too. Um so so now Denver looks like they're they're kind of in the hot seat right now. Cortland Sutton's out for the year. So they're gonna be heavily relying on KJ Hamler and Noah Fant. Um yeah, Jerry Judy it is ribs. And so it's just that it's kind of a scary offense this week. I mean KJ Hamler might be decent just because of volume, especially if Judy is out. Yeah. Uh Fant's gonna you know, he he might not score a touchdown, but in PPR, you know, he's gonna have ten plus catches probably if there's no healthy receiver.
0: Yeah, yeah. I just don't I mean I'm not a big fan of uh O'Driscoll. <laughs> that
1: old bastard Jeff Driscoll just gunslinging it. Yeah. Uh Michael Thomas has been ruled out for week three against the Packers, so I mean this to me, now, Drew Brees is potentially droppable. Now, you know, wait. Pen, obviously, you don't drop Drew Brees. You put him on the bench. But, I mean, fuck, you, you're now looking for streaming. Because Drew Brees looked like a 41-year-old quarterback without Mike Man, Thomas. last He,
0: he really, he really really did. And this game, I mean, this game is really, it's up in the air. Because even on the other side, you've got Adams, who's doubtful,
1: mm-hmm.
0: to play. So, I mean, this... I would expect I would expect a lot of uh, good old uh, Adam Jones, and Alvin Kamara, yeah. in this one.
1: Talking about banged up receivers, Braxton Berrios, the nineteenth string wide receiver for the New York Jets, he's questionable for Week Three against the Colts. Jesus Christ! So, so the only healthy wide receiver right now is seemingly Chris Hogan, <laughs> on the New York Jets, because. Um, Jamison Crowder and Brashad Perriman have both been ruled out for week three. So, I mean, just this Jets offense is something brutal. Um, I don't pass. Yeah, I'm out. Th- yeah. yeah, I yeah. Want... So, I mean, so if anything, fire up the Colts defense. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, th- yeah. they're, they're going to be your default number one defense this uh, week.
0: Absolutely.
1: Man, uh, man. Kenny Galladay is questionable for week three against the Cardinals. He's been practicing most of the week. So hopefully he can finally give him a go. Um, I actually, we, we uh, Rome and I play in a survivor league as well, and I actually picked Arizona this week you should, because I, I to think Detroit. My survivor team. <laughs> I think, because I think, I think Detroit's bad. But um, it'd be nice to see Galladay out there because he's so goddamn talented. Yeah. I mean,
0: I, 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 trust me, for myself personally, I'd like to see him out there. I've got him in my dynasty league, and I'm hoping – at least to get some love to start the year here. But, uh, yeah, I mean, it's yet to be seen. I know they're saying that he's still questionable. It's
1: making me real uncomfortable. Mm. -hmm. Uh, James White running back for the new England Patriots. He's officially after week three against the Raiders. He's going to spend more time with his family. His mom is still, yeah, 100%. His mom's, uh, in critical condition still (laughs) after the car accident. So in, in, Without James White, Rex Burkhead played 71% of the offensive snaps. So, I mean, Rex Burkhead could be a deep sleeper for as a streaming option taken on the Raiders because you can run on the Raiders. So he, he might be someone that might be interesting. Yeah. I... Yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Henry Ruggs, run, uh, rookie wide receiver for the Las Vegas Raiders. He's ruled out for week three. Um, you probably weren't going to play any outside of the only okay outside of Darren Waller and Josh Jacobs. You're probably not playing any other Raider. So
0: yeah, and and that's rough with Jacobs and Waller both questionable now. I, I get yeah. it. That's that's it's just a questionable tag, but boy, it makes you wonder, right? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? Uh, who knows? And then speaking uh, time- of speaking of injured. Uh, the 49ers here are, are going to go ahead and sit Jimmy G this week and George Kittle, Yep. which I figured was going to be the case. Um, I know Kittle owners are probably just f- flipping out, but you know what? You should thank the 49ers for doing this and making sure that they get the hell out of MetLife, at least with some kind of superstar power.
1: Yeah, well, next thing you know, you, br- you let <coughs> Kittle play, and heat he blows out his ACL. So instead of just having that sprained knee, he tears an ACL, and you lose him for the whole year.
0: Yeah, exactly. exactly.
1: Uh, Julio, Julio Jones is questionable this week against the Bears. Um, he's going to be a game-time decision, which is very scary because, uh, you know. But, I mean, I yeah. guess Calvin Calvin Ridley's the number one receiver in fantasy. Russell Gage, I, I think you can play Russell Gage with or without Julio. But if Julio is out, then you 100% play um, Russell Gage. Agreed. Uh, Christian Kirk, he's been ruled out for week three against the Lions. Um, Christian Kirk has literally done nothing all year, so I mean that probably – I don't think anybody's been playing him. Um, (coughs) AJ AJ Brown, he's been ruled out for week three against the Vikings. Mm -hmm. So it's just – this is something scary. It's just showing that – all the rece- I I think they need to have a preseason.
0: Yeah, I mean, I think that's what it all kind of boils down to. You know, you made that comment earlier, a couple shows ago, that I mean, this is all injuries that would have happened to begin with. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Three weeks ago in the preseason, or I'm sorry, six weeks ago in the preseason. If this was as it was last year, you just gotta you gotta understand that. I, I, but I don't know if the NFL is going to do it, right? The the players are making a stink about it. I don't know what to make a stink about more. I know fantasy guys are getting it in the ass, you know, w- wondering why the hell all the other guys are dropping like flies. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, now, the, 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 o- the only ain't going to matter.
1: The only nice thing that they did this <clears throat> year with the uh, the, th- the three-week IR, it actually now kind of t- – it. I, I think it actually is beneficial to fantasy players because now if your players on IR you know he, there's not a chance. So right. you're like okay, that helps. But, you know, right. but it's just it, it's tough right now. I mean, just all these soft tissue injuries, you know, they play, you know, cuz in, in preseason you play a quarter, you know, f- four or five series and then you're out and then if you're like, hey, hamstring's a little tight, then you go then you after the game, the following week in practice, you get treatment for it. You exactly. get better. Exactly. But now they they don't have that <clears throat> option because if you look at a lot of these injuries, it's hamstrings, it's groins, it's quads, it's all the soft tissue shit, which t- gets taken care of in the preseason. So I think player, you know, if anything, this helps the owners, the real life owners in football. It's like, hey, motherfuckers, look what happened to you guys when we had no preseason. Right. Everybody got fucking hurt. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And hopefully, hopefully, changes will be made.
1: Yeah, I hope so. All right. Well, let's uh, let's dive in now to our week three breakdown of matchups. Uh, we did the AFC last episode, so we're going to take a look at the NFC matchups and the Monday night football game. Up first, we got the Chicago Bears taking on the Atlanta Falcons. I guess this is another week that you can stream Mitchell Trubitsky. Um, I mean, he wasn't very good last week against the Giants, but looked good against Detroit. Atlanta has probably the worst defense in football. I actually have Mitchell Trubisky at quarterback 16 this week, so you, I actually think you probably could stream him this week. Uh,
0: I have uh, Trubisky at 18, and again against this defense, it's well like I said, it's well documented how much I think this defense sucks. But uh, if anybody, I don't know if anybody's gonna make Trubisky look good, it'd probably be this defense.
1: Yeah, Uh, David Montgomery, you know, very talented running back (coughs) at times, but also kind of a bad running back at times. But I actually have him inside my top 10. I got him at number eight this week. Wow, much higher than me. I've got him at running back 15. I just think Atlanta's bad, and I just think that Montgomery's going to be involved in the passing game, and you know he's just going to put up some fantasy points. You know, and, and um, that's
0: again, this could be game script. This could be game script because the reality is for, every, for all the woes that Atlanta's defense has, their offense is really, really good. So it's like this offense can still put up points. So the game itself might not get out of hand enough for the Bears to say, well, let's just feed Montgomery the rock. Because I don't mm. think that's ever going to be the case unless they're playing the Jets, who just suck. I, I don't know. I, 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 that's yeah. why I'm not seeing that huge of a day for Montgomery. I like the pass catchers a little more because I just think every game is in is going to be a shootout.
1: Well, speaking of pass catchers, I actually have Allen Robinson at wide receiver seven this week just because every week Atlanta's been torched. So, you know, Robinson has shown some unhappiness with the management on Chicago. So sometimes Squeaky Wheel gets the grease. He's gotten 18 targets the last two weeks, so he's got nine targets in each game. You know, I I think he's going to just, you know, I think he goes off this week. I would
0: actually go a little bit above you. I've had I've got him at wide receiver three. Ooh. I'm expecting a monster game. A monster game. I mean,
1: so, I was 100 expecting yards, a and 100 yards and two touchdowns, maybe. That, that's honestly
0: something in that vicinity, is what I'm believing is going to happen. But I say that, and of course, he's, you know, he'll probably won't do shit. For, but.
1: 40, 41 yards and a fumble. <laughs> yeah, yeah, something <laughs>
0: shitty like that. But uh, I do see uh, a big game, though
1: and then Anthony Miller I got him in the high 40s so I think you could actually probably flex Anthony Miller this week I mean he he's been he had a great week one he had three targets for zero catches against the Giants but again you can torch this Atlanta defense
0: I mean yeah and that's
1: and that's one of the reasons why I actually
0: you know I'm going to say it I put Jimmy Graham up in my in my must watch list for tight ends which and everybody knows I'm not a fan of tight ends. But I put him in there because Atlanta's defense is just pathetic. So I, he might catch a touchdown. I, I could see him going for 40 in a touchdown, getting a nice 10-point game.
1: Yeah, I, I could see that. I actually didn't rank him because I, I think he's not – he's he's clearly not the Jimmy Graham he's, he was. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, the, the old days of being a top three tight end are far beyond him. But you know, you never know. I, I wouldn't be surprised if he catches a touchdown. Matt Ryan, you know, he's constantly a top ten quarterback. I actually have him at nine this week. You know, it's it's if you put like <coughs> death taxes and Matt Ryan going to be a top ten quarterback is almost <laughs> guaranteed in fantasy. Yeah, yeah, I've
0: got him at i uh, I've got him at quarterback seven.
1: Yeah, you know, not much to say. Todd Gurley, <laughs> uh, I just worry about his usage and and. His his output it's just it's not there. I actually am running back 19 this week. I just I, you know, especially watching the last week game against Dallas, 21 carries for 61 yards. Like he did absolutely nothing. Had zero targets, zero catches, none of that, you know. And then every now and then Brian Hill, granted he didn't have like eye popping stats, but Brian Hill looked like a much better running back. And I think slowly Brian Hill might get more involved in this game, taking away stuff from Gurley. Yeah, I mean that's we'll see. We'll see. That's yet to be seen, but it, it
0: again it could happen. I've got uh, I've got Todd Gurley at running back seventeen this week. Uh, I'm losing a little bit of my honkism. Come on, Gurley, show me something this week, man. Let me let me let me rank you a little bit higher.
1: There you go. Uh, Calvin Ridley <clears throat> been playing out of his mind. I actually see it continuing this week. I got him at wide receiver two, Ooh. and then uh, Julio. I had him at. Actually, I had him at wide receiver four, but with him being banged up, I'm gonna have to probably lower him. Uh, Russell Gage, I have him in my thirties, so you, I feel you could fl- you can definitely flex Gage, but if you know if if, um, if Julio's out, then you're gonna you know I, I think you can play him comfortably.
0: Yeah, so I mean, I've got I have Julio Jones at four as well, uh, and I've got Calvin Ridley at eight. Now, if he's out, I would flip him, put Calvin Ridley at four, and put freaking Russell Gage at eight. I mean, at at this point, why the hell not? They're all making targets, and they're all making catches. The sky's the limit for this offense. But uh, if Julio's there, I've got him at four, and I've got Calvin Ridley at eight.
1: There you go. Um, (coughs) Hayden Hurst, I'm not that interested in him still. Um did I even rank him? Yeah, I did. He's tight end 13. So I mean I get I mean I, I guess by my ranking you can play him because he did have a good week last week. And actually, you know what? I take back what I just said, because if Julio <clears throat> is if, if Julio is out, then Hayden Hurst does go up. Absolutely. So I I I think you play Hayden Hurst this week.
0: Absolutely. I've got him at tight end 10.
1: Uh moving on, we got the Tennessee Titans taking on the Minnesota Vikings. Ryan mm. Tannehill you know, I think he's been playing very well this year. I think he seems to not be owned still, but I think you can stream him this week because Minnesota has been torched every week. And I actually have Ryan Tannehill as my quarterback eleven.
0: I have got Tannehill at twenty one. Uh, you know, I want to. I, I wish you would get AJ Brown back because that's just. I feel he'd be a little bit safer for me. You know I'm not jumping on this four touchdown game i didn't I, I just am not I'm not ready to do it yet uh he's not showing me at least enough of of him
1: going out and when he
0: has to throw it getting the ball downfield and making yeah, it yeah
1: i I might be a little high on him this was pre a <clears throat> j Brown news because I thought he was going to be back this week right right so I, I might lower him a bit, but I think you could still stream him this week.
0: You know, and I think, and again, it's a good matchup because Minnesota's defense. I mean, they're twenty eighth in the league. It's is poop. <laughs> it's, it's poop. It's
1: just poop. It's just not good. Um, Derek Henry, just feed him the rock. I have him at running back two.
0: Uh, yeah, me too. I'll leave it at that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Corey Davis, you can play him this week. Um, I actually have him as my wide receiver 27, so I, I think you play him. Um, Adam Humphreys with A.J. Brown de- being out, I think you could flex Adam Humphreys this week. Um, that's probably about it.
0: Yeah, I got him in my watch list for uh, for Corey Davis. And uh, Humphreys, yeah, he's a savvy guy. He's savvy, but uh, he just doesn't have the, uh, I don't know, he just doesn't have that top end yeah. that you're looking for.
1: Uh, Johnny Smith, because AJ Brown's out, I actually moved him up. He's actually my tight end two this week. Woo woo. I mean, Johnny. Yeah. I mean, Tannehill's been looking his way. It's been back to back weeks of, you know, he's the number four tight end on the year. Yeah. So I, I, I think, I think he's safe to play obviously. Yeah. I got him
0: at tight end five. I think he's a stud. <coughs> I think he's uh, Kirk
1: Cousins. He looks bad this year. I have him all the way down at quarterback 24. So obviously I, I think you could drop Kirk Cousins. In all honesty. Uh,
0: Yeah, he didn't even make my top 25.
1: Yeah, so not much to say there. Dalvin Cook, he is the man on their offense. He's an absolute stud. I got him at uh, running back three this week.
0: I've got him at running back five. I mean, there's really not much else to say. The guy, the offense runs through him.
1: Yeah, Adam, Adam Thielen, I got him at wide receiver 13 just because despite Kirk Cousins being an absolute garbage human quarterback, Thielen finds ways to make it happen you know he had he had nothing last week he's still wide receiver 11 I mean granted the monster week one helps but I, I think Thielen, you know he he's always you know you can always bet that he he, can, he might get into the end zone exactly and I've got
0: Thielen at wide receiver five this week I am expecting him to get in the end zone I don't think Tennessee's defense is is quite as good as all this bluster I mean they're mm-hmm. they're at 24th in the league on defense right now, which I mean that's it ain't great, and their secondary is one of the weakest parts. They're pretty banged up. Adoree Jackson hasn't been in, hadn't been playing. They've lost a couple other, a couple other pieces. I think that Thielen will see at the very least some garbage time.
1: There you go. Uh, moving on, we got San Francisco taking on the New York Giants. San Francisco, just you know, I who. Nick Mullins is going to be the starting quarterback this week. They have, you know, what, one healthy wide receiver, maybe two. And then, you know, now Jordan Reed looks good. But Nick Mullins, I, I have him all the way down at quarterback 30 this week. I just – I, he didn't look very good coming in relief for Jimmy G. And, you know, that's it, – it's, it's a tough play.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's really a tough play, you know, all around. I, I'm just looking here – at something that not very many people probably know. Uh, the Giants' defense is, the four, is fourth in the league. They're number wow. four defense in the league. This isn't a slouchy, slouchy defense. Now, their offense is 29th, so they're not, they're not pushing the ball well. I'm just sort of looking at this team going, this is like a JV team suiting up for the Niners. I'm worried as a fan... And I just don't see a lot of fantasy value, especially from this quarterback position in Mullins. Mm. You know, there's yeah. just too many guys missing. There's too many guys missing. And then, uh, and then, you know, Moistert's down. Having uh, Coleman is down. I mean, I have Jerick McKinnon at running back 19.
1: I got him all the way down at 28. I might move him up a bit just because of volume. Now, they're saying Jeff Wilson's going to be heavily involved. Yeah. Um, so that's why I, I took McKinnon down a bit. I think you, I think you play Jarek McKinnon, um, but for for Jeff Wilson, I probably wouldn't even flex him. It's just the unknown. Um, I think, like I said, you play McKinnon. You, I think you pick up Wilson, but at the same time, I wouldn't because he'd be the fourth running back. Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, it's it's just a sticky situation all around, man.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't even rank any of the San Francisco pass catchers um, in terms of wide receiver. I did rank Jordan Reed, but um, I, I just think you can't play any of these pass catchers right now. No, you know you yeah. you got you, you have you know Nick Mullins who's who is a quarterback. That's about all I can say. <laughs> yeah. um, he he does play football, but yeah. Jor, Jordan Reed, I I think he's. I actually think Jor, I have Jordan Reed as my number one tight end this week. I I think because of necessity. Um, he's he's gonna be good.
0: Ooh, And num- you said number one.
1: Yeah, he's my number one tight end this week. Yeah yeah yeah.
0: Uh, yeah I got him at a, I got him at tight end twelve. I just think there's you know there's just better better names better options that I, I would find more reliable than than
1: I'm, a guy like. But I love I'll, I
0: like where your head's at. I, like I mean
1: to be at. honest, I could probably realistically I could I could just as easily have dropped him to tight end seven. But I just think because of the volume he had last week. Yeah. You know, and again, with having no real pass catchers on that offense, I think they're just going to look Jordan Reed's way. And especially in PPR, you know, he had seven catches last week. I wouldn't be surprised if he's in the 11 or 12 catches range. So.
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah.
1: Yeah. Moving on, Daniel Jones, I think, you know – I got him at quarterback twenty-seven, which I, it feels a bit low. But with you know losing Saquon, he hasn't done a whole lot. I want to rank him higher, but you know Sterling Shepard's out, so I, I don't think you play Daniel Jones. It's just at it's, least it's, not it's hard to
0: rank him higher at this point. He's proved nothing. He he's mm. proved nothing, and he's and he's lost his best weapon, which was the check down to Barkley. Like mm. they've got the twenty-ninth best offense, the twenty-ninth best offense. They're not moving the ball. And guess what? You just lost your best player. You're going to continue to not move the ball, and in fact, it might get a little worse.
1: Yeah, I I think Daniel Jones, to me, in in season long, I don't even think you roster Daniel Jones. Like, maybe if he gets a good matchup in the future and his receivers are healthy, maybe then he's a streamer later on down the road. I mean, to me, he's more just a bench stash in Dynasty.
0: Which is exactly I don't even where think where I've got him.
1: <laughs> I don't. E- I don't even think I could play him in a two quarterback league right now. I mean, that would be maybe, like maybe, maybe, yeah, a maybe, maybe like, a, yeah, maybe a deep super flex league. You know, maybe, but just I. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Dion Lewis, I think he is going to be the number one running back for the team. I just have a tough time seeing Devonta Freeman coming in and you know, having a huge impact. Uh, it, it, I just don't. Dion Lewis, I have him as my running back 33 this week. So I think you can flex Dion Lewis just, you know, especially in PPR leagues. Um, you know, he stepped in against Chicago and, you know, 10 carries, 20 yards of the touchdown. He had four catches for 36 yards. You know, he put up 15 points in PPR. So I, I think you can actually play Dion Lewis this week.
0: I mean, that's, yeah.
1: I I think we've
0: actually got a little bit of a Charger conundrum here where Dion Lewis is going to be like the Eckler and Freeman is going to be like Joshua where he's going to come in and carry. He's, he will out-carry Dion Lewis. What he does with those carries is yet to be seen. I think he could be okay. Now, given it's a shitty week, Niners defense number six in the league, it's going to be tough. I just... uh I think he's going to out-carry, so Freeman has a little bit of value to me this week. I put both of them in my must-watch list.
1: There you go. Um, Darius Slayton is the de facto number one wide receiver, but I I think losing Sterling Shepard hurts the team. Um, I just have a tough time. Darius Slayton, I have him in the high 30s, low 40s range. So I, I think you can play him just because he's going to be the number one wide receiver on the team right but he didn't have a, he didn't have a very good week last week and that and you know they had golden Tate and sterling Shepard was healthy coming into the game and he still didn't do anything yeah. so i
0: mean it, their their wide receivers are, are just as much of a grease fire but but Slayton would be the only play i've got him in my watch list but other than that the only other weapon would be their tight end Evan Ingram who i've got at tight end 13. But again, it, it just all depends on, I guess, on the time that Jones has to throw the ball. Just how it's this is a defensive battle. This game's gonna get ugly.
1: That's funny. I actually have Evan Ingram at Titan fourteen this week. Um, I I think he you know, it just it it hurts having, you know, your players gone. Yeah. You know, it, it really fucks it up for you. Uh, moving on, we got the Cincinnati Bengals taking on the Philadelphia Eagles. So, the only thing I know after this game is one team won't be winless after this unless they find a way to tie. I hope that happens that that'd be funny. Joe Burrow, you know he's slowly moving up my rankings. he's still low. I got him at quarterback twenty nine you know philadelphia defense they're they're not that bad, they're not that good, but they're number, also not they're number that bad. nine number nine in the league exactly so I mean you know top ten defense it's kind of tough. you know his team's coming in healthy uh but it's just you know on the road, they're owing two. I mean Joe Burrow is the number 14 quarterback in fantasy, but i I think last week's game against Cleveland was more of an outlier but that's and Cleveland's just a bad team so I, I just kind of lowered expectations for Joe Burrow this week
0: yeah I've got him at at, wide, at uh quarterback 20.
1: Yeah. Joe Mixon's good I got him at running back nine you know just with, with you know he he's the guy he gets all the carries they look for him in the passing game you know he's a safe play
0: yeah I've got him at 12th.
1: There you go. Uh, Tyler Boyd, A.J. Green, T. Higgins. Um, I actually like them this week a little bit. Tyler Boyd, I got him at 26. A.J. Green, I got him at 36. So I think Tyler Boyd, you can play. A.J. Green, I think he's a decent flex option. Um, I mean,
0: I got Boyd in my watch
1: list and everything else.
0: I, I don't I,
1: – I hate it. Fair, fair enough. Drew Sample's future superstar, Drew Sample, who I just picked up in, <laughs> yeah. in Dynasty. I actually have him at tight end 19 this week. But, you know, when CJ Uzama had the touchdown in week one and, and looked like a decent fantasy option, Drew Sample steps in last week, gets seven catches for 45 yards on nine targets. So I, I think Drew Sample might be, you know, I don't think you can play him just yet, but I think it's a name to keep an eye on. He, uh, no, I know you hate tight ends, <laughs> uh, moving on Detroit Lions taking on the Arizona Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals. I picked them in my survivor league this week. Um, I don't know. I, I, I think Arizona is going to be good this year, but, uh, unfortunately Matt Stafford, I want to rank him higher because I love Matt Stafford and it breaks my heart to rank him low, but without Kenny Galladay being, you know, I hope Kenny Galladay plays. But with that being said, you know with the question marks, I have Stafford at seventeen this week.
0: Yeah, I mean, I'm really interested in how this game plays out. I think nobody really expected the Arizona Cardinals to be what they are, which I mean, right now they're the eighth best offense, the seventh best defense, the fifteenth best passing offense. It's like they've
1: (laughs) they're kind of starting to click and gel uh, on every level here. Um, well, it's crazy. When you, add the, when you add the best wide receiver in football to your roster, all of a sudden your team's pretty <laughs> yeah, it's good. like, oh,
0: wow, all of a sudden we figured it out.
1: You know, so that being said, I, and
0: how crummy the defense of the Lions is, especially against the pass, I, I just think this has got shootout written all over it. Murray's going to be running around the field going crazy. So, in turn, <laughs> Stafford is going to have to do the same. Now, Galladay being back will be huge Absolutely huge, uh, but I've got staff. I've got Stafford at quarterback ten this week. I think he's going to be able to. Even if Gallaudet doesn't play, he'll figure out a way. He mm. always he always seems to figure out a way.
1: Although it's funny is with Gallaudet coming back, it's actually having me question my survivor pick. So I, I'm going to have to take a look at that after the. Uh, I'm going to have to take a look at that Sunday Did you morning. You really
0: you picked Arizona as your son of a bitch.
1: I think yeah, we picked I, the same
0: every single every week.
1: Yeah, I went week one with the Colts and fucking got a strike. Yeah. Pick Tennessee last week and then Arizona this week. Yeah, yeah.
0: Man. But All I'm right.
1: tempted. I actually, I actually might switch my p- – see, the problem is I don't want to pick the obvious one. You know, you want to save those for later. But I'm, I'm actually tempted to take Pittsburgh over Houston. Yeah. But yeah. that's besides the point. Anyways, and DeAndre then, uh, Swift, he, he yeah. looks good. Um, he's clearly the number one guy. But since he does still share carries with Adrian Peterson – um, I have him all the way down at running back. I just lost him there, he's thirty-two. So I, I think you know he's in the flex option right now. I really want him to just have the backfield because he's he's a great run. Like DeAndre Swift was one of my favorite running backs coming into the draft.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm definitely uh, I'm not quite as high on on Swift. I'm a little bit higher on Adrian Peterson. I still think he's got some juice. I don't know how he's like dust. He's just dust. But he's fast. He's still fast dust. He's, he's so, the fastest dust, <laughs> He's yes. the fastest dust anybody's ever seen. But listen, hes I've got him as a must-watch play. But again, I think this is a shootout and, and game script is probably going to lean heavily for Swift. So uh, I think Swift, I'll, I'll put him in there. He's kind of a must-watch, a must-watch guy.
1: There you go. Uh, Kenny Galladay, you know, i I didn't rank him this week because just with the unknown... But if he's healthy, you automatically play him. Like if I if if Kenny Galladay was a full go, he would probably be in my top seventeen, I would guess, if if I had to put a number on it. Um, he would I think you definitely play him if he's healthy. Yeah. It would, yeah. It's just it's the unknown. I just I don't know. That's the problem. Yeah, and I and
0: I don't know either, but I do know what he is capable of. And when I heard that he's a He's probably going to go. I put him at wide receiver 20 this week. And uh the only other guy that would benefit greatly from him being out there, I feel would be TJ Hawkinson, who I've got at tight end 6.
1: Yeah, Hawkinson just because of volume. I actually have him at tight end 10 this week. So I I, I you know, if you if you have Hawkinson, you probably don't have another tight end on your roster, so you have to play him anyway. Right. He's but, he's you know, going to
0: be he's going to be the guy but you if, have if, to play
1: if Galladay's back, that I think <coughs> you know, Hawkinson becomes a top five tight end probably. Yeah. Just because it, it you know, you can throw another, you know, body on him. Ex- exactly. Moving on, we got the you know, the the burning star, which is the Arizona Cardinals. I have Kyler Murray as quarterback seven this week. I just you know, Detroit's defense isn't very good. And Kyler Murray's the number four quarterback on the year. He's just been balling out. So I wanted him. I wanted to make him a little bit higher. I got Cam Newton one above him. So I mean, I, I actually, you know, six, seven, somewhere in there.
0: You wanted him a little bit higher, and I took him a little bit higher. I put him at white, at my quarterback one.
1: He's my first quarterback.
0: I think he's got absolute star potential. And if, I mean, this is a deep, This is a matchup for him. It's made in heaven. This is a a bad defense.
1: It's only, you know, he was the number six fantasy quarterback last year. He's the number four quarterback this year. He already has 158 rushing yards with three touchdowns, 516 passing yards with only two touchdowns, so he's run for more than he's passed. You know, Kyler Murray just, you know, he's going to be a superstar, which which is funny because, honestly, coming into the season last year, I was not high on him at all. I was like – it's funny, although to be the number six quarterback when your number one wide receiver is Larry Fitzgerald, that's amazing to me. Now you have the best wide receiver in football with D-Hop. But, right. You know, it's fucking crazy. Uh, Kenyon Drake, you know, I love Kenyon Drake. I think his talent is there, but you're just he's not seemingly getting involved in the game as much as he was last year. Um, I have him at running back uh, 17 this week. So, I mean, he, I, I think he has some upside, you know, obviously you're playing him cause he was a first round draft pick early second round draft pick, but um, you know, just I want to see him get more involved and Detroit yeah. could be the team that does it.
0: And I, and I think it will, I've got him at running back 13, you know, I, I just feel like they, he does look good when he touches the ball. He does look good. I just feel like uh, he just needs a little bit more opportunity, which will come. It will come as the year progresses. So like I said, running back thirteen, and then uh, yeah. I've got D Hop as my number one wide receiver this week. Like uh, I just, you link him up with Murray, I think they're gonna have a day. I just have a gut feeling this is gonna be a day. I'm, I don't know. I don't want to say breaking records, but dude, the guy's gotten double digit targets every week. Like what's the records for catches in a game? It's like twenty two, right? Brandon Something Marshall. Like that. Yeah, like that could be something we see this year with these two. He just feeds this guy the rock, you know. And uh, I just, I just see a big day from DeAndre Hopkins. And then Christian uh, Kirk, Kirk is Rowe. out.
1: Yeah. So yeah, you know that that. So Larry Fitz, I,
0: Larry Fitz, Larry Fitz, <laughs> with him out, moved into my must-watch list.
1: There you go. D Hop's my number one wide receiver as well this week. I be, I just don't see how he's not the number one wide receiver this week. Honestly, like. D hop could easily go for 175 yards and two or three touchdowns. I mean, Detroit, Detroit can get absolutely smoked on defense. And like you said, with the way that Kyler can extend the play and you know, he was a, I think he was an outfielder or a pitcher in baseball. I mean, he's got that rocket for an arm on that little tiny body of his. Yeah. And, and it's just, you know, and then Larry Fitz, I actually think you can flex Fitz this week, especially in PPR. Um, I actually doesn't look like I didn't rank him, but I mean, you, I, I think you could, you know, Larry Fitz had a decent game last week and you know, seven catches for 50 yards. He had 12 points. So I, I think you can actually play Fitz in your flex position. Um, Agreed. Moving on. We got Dallas taking on Seattle in what could potentially be a massive shootout. Kind of like how we thought Atlanta and Dallas is going to be a shootout. I could see this one being another one. You know, I, I hate the expression, let Russ cook, but they're letting them cook and they're, they're, Airing it all over the field, um, Dallas. You know, pass catchers look great. I actually have Dak as my quarterback two this week.
0: Wow, wow, yeah. I've got uh, I've got Dak Prescott as my quarterback four. But you know, this offense that the Cowboys have, they they click right now. They're the fourth offense, fourth best offense in the league. They run, they pass, they kind of they can do it all. They've got a great O line. They're, they can put it all together, and I think Dak, as a game manager, I mean, he, what, he threw for 450 last week? And if yeah. they really want to, all they got to do is turn around and hand the ball to 2-1, and he's going to eat all day long? Mm-hmm. I mean, this is an offense that really, I don't see, how, I don't know how you stop them. I don't know how you stop them. And when I look at the Seahawks, I'm going to say something that's going to freak people the hell out here. They, have, they are ranked 30th on defense. When was the last time that you've ever seen the Seahawks ranked below, like, the top 10? They're getting shit mixed. Yeah, they're getting shit mixed this year, which is shocking considering they've got a guy like Jamal Adams who's out there doing things. But it's one guy. They don't have anybody else around them. They're getting torched. It doesn't necessarily help that Russell Wilson's throwing the ball. You know, he's cooking all over the field. I just, this defense isn't quite there yet. Against this Cowboys offense, which could be a problem. I see a big fantasy day. What's weird is I see Seattle winning. But I, I see they, I a big I see a big fantasy day from Dallas. So oh, I, I'm going to take yeah. that quarterback all day.
1: I think it's going to be a shootout. Zeke, I have as my running back one this week. I mean, just, it's Zeke.
0: Yeah, I've got him at one also. To steal your term, he's good at football. I mean,
1: he's very, Zeke's very good at football. Yeah. Uh, wide receivers, you got... Um, Cooper got him at wide receiver 12. I got Gallup and C.D. Lamb. Actually, it's funny I have them back to back. I have C.D. Lamb just one above uh, Gallup. I have it in the 30 and Gallup at 31. <coughs> Gallup just doesn't seem to be in sync with uh, Dak so far yeah. this year. Yeah, something's
0: kind of weird there. I, I don't know what's going on
1: with that, but I've uh, I've got Cooper
0: at 11 and I've got. Gallup and C.D. Lamb back-to-back also, but they're both in my watch list.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's just... The, I mean, it, it's hard to not love those receivers. You know, yeah. unfortunately, if... if I, I think that Gallup and Lamb are every week play. Every week you have to play them. Um, unfortunately, Gallup just isn't... I, I think, honestly, I, I would probably try to acquire Gallup. I, I, you know, especially because if, if he has another bad week against Seattle... There's no way it's gonna be like that all year. Right. I would. I. I think I would ac- actively try to get Gallup from somebody yeah, in fantasy yeah. right now. Buy low, uh, sell high. Yeah, Dalton Schultz. I. I wanna like him. You know, he had he had the good week with uh, Blake Jarwin going down. You know, 88 yards and a touchdown. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. we'll see. I, I. I actually have him at my tight end. 16 this week. No. So, it, it could be better. No. <laughs> no. Just, just no. No. Everything would be no. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> um, we got the Seattle offense, Russell Wilson. They're like, you know, I hate this expression, but letting Russ cook. I have as my quarterback one this week. I, I think, you know, Dallas, their defense isn't scary at all. No. And the way that Russell's been able to just spread the ball around the field He's the number one quarterback in fantasy this year, and I don't see why he wouldn't be this week.
0: Yeah, I've got him at, at my quarterback three. You know, I mean, he's just, hes he's been the most dominating player fantasy football-wise this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, the guy's good. He's going to throw it. He's going to run it. He's going to be great. Quarterback three.
1: Yeah, Chris Carson, I got him at running back five. You know, you, you play him. Yeah, I've got him in my top ten. He's at, right at running back ten. There you go. Pass catchers, Tyler Lockett, DK Metcalf. I got Lockett at 19, Metcalf at 21. You know, you're you're playing both of them.
0: Absolutely. I've got Lockett at 12, and I've got DK at 17. I,
1: you know, I would like to rank Olsen. I, Uh, did I? I did. Oh, my God. I did. I've got him at 14. He had one target last week, zero catches. You know, he had four, four catches for 24 yards and a touchdown. Um, week one you know i don't know he if he falls into the end zone i wouldn't be surprised but I, I just don't think you can play olsen right now
0: yeah i mean i've got him i've got him at tight end 14 am i happy about it no i'm
1: not <laughs> uh moving on green bay taking on new orleans aaron Rodgers, you know when he lost davante adams he didn't look quite the same um I think i have him pretty high. Yeah, I've him at eight, but I actually might lower him because of the question mark around Devontae Adams.
0: Uh, yeah, I've got him at at quarterback nine. I, I mean, you,
1: you got to move him here. down because Adams is doubtful. So,
0: yeah, it, it's definitely. I mean, the Saints' defense is number eight. They they definitely they play good defense. They have for years. People the people kind of sleep on the Saints' defense, but they're they're pretty studly. Um, I don't know though. I lo- I still love Aaron Rodgers. I, I, the hate that he got before the you know all preseason was staggering to me. You know I get it. Even if Devontae Adams doesn't play, R- Rodgers is one of those guys that can make Scantling good. He can make Lazard good. And the reality is, the reality is, is, does he even have to do that when they can just hand it? To Aaron Jones, who can go for 203 touchdowns on any I, given I ha- week.
1: I had the misfortune of facing Aaron Jones in a league last week, and that was very depressing yeah, to watch. Yeah, abso-
0: absolutely. I had the pleasure of having him on about two or three of my teams, which is why I've got him ranked so high this week. I've got him at my running back three.
1: I have him at running back <clears> number <throat> six. I, you know, I he's great. He's great at football. Yeah. Um, with Adam's... Potentially, probably being out, especially if they're listing Doubtful right now. I, I think that means he's probably not going to play. Um, Lazard and Val, Valdez-Scantling. Um, I think they're both in the... Where did I put them? Well, I can't. I, I got a lot of names to scroll through. I would actually have them probably in the... Uh, true, probably like the 20s, 30s area. So I think you could flex either if you needed to.
0: Yeah, and and that's about it. I mean, they didn't make my players to watch. You know, I'm still waiting to see about Adams. But even if it's just a dangerous play, guys, like if he's doubtful on a fucking Friday, is how how much better is it going to get in a day? That's true. Like it's that's it's true. just not. It's not going to happen. He may play, but is it a smart play in fantasy? I really don't think so. You know, I yeah. hate to—I give that, and then he'll go out and catch you know four touchdowns or whatever. But you, you can't expect that. You can't plan for that. You need to make other arrangements.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, Drew Brees, I got him at quarterback fourteen this week, which actually feels a bit high now that I know that Thomas is out. So I would actually probably lower Drew Brees. I mean, unfortunately, I didn't update my rankings before all this news came out today. I should probably do that, but, you know, fuck you guys at the same time. Like, I, got, I fucking work. <laughs> yeah. You know, what, what do you want from me? If, if I was a full-time fantasy analyst, then, yeah, I'd, I'd be more up to date. But, I mean, I had him at 14 pre-Michael Thomas news. I would probably drop him down to, you know, the high teens, low 20s. I mean, I don't think you can play Drew Brees right now, especially yeah. coming into Monday night. It's just. Yeah. I've, got, I've got
0: him at quarterback 17, and, I'm, I mean, that feels about right. Or for what he is he's just not the same guy their offense is 22nd in the league the saints have been one of the most dominating offenses for years and they're at 22 mm-hmm. and it's a direct correlation of how bad he's been
1: yeah, well, drew as their Brees starting quarterback it's coincidentally drew Brees is the number 22 quarterback on the year yeah so yeah exactly um, I think this is going to be a heavily Alvin Kamara game. I actually I love him this week. He, I got him running back four.
0: <laughs> I've got him at four as well.
1: Yeah, There you go. Manuel Sanders, you know, he could not step up with, you know, fucking uh, Thomas being out last week. Um, I, you know, I think you have to play him just because he is the number one receiver, and you have to hold out hope that Drew Brees is going to find his number one wide receiver. But even then, that's kind of tough. I have – where is he? I can't even fucking find him. Maybe I'm too tired or I don't know it's getting late. Brain's just fried. But, I mean, Sanders would be a a flex option. But, honestly, I'd probably bench him this week too. I just don't think you – I mean, the only players you play right now from the Saints would be Kamara and Cook. I I might
0: throw one as just a possible flex play. I I thought Traequan Smith played really well.
1: He on did Monday. actually hit yards yeah, last week. He's
0: he's an underneath guy. He find he'll find the underneath. He's got some quicks. I really like him. You know, I know he's kind of been hit or miss for a few years now. But with but with Thomas out, I think he's kind of the guy, you know, Sanders Sanders doesn't seem like he's got it anymore. I think Traquan Smith brings a little bit of a different element.
1: Yeah, well, I, I think this I think Sanders retires after this year. I mean, he's 33. He's been in the league for 10 years. Yeah, you know, he—I think doesn't he, he has a Super Bowl with Pittsburgh, right? Uh yeah. And I think he got one with Denver with Peyton. I Manning. I believe
0: right? he got one with Denver also. Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, so, I mean he's
1: got. It, it, so if he has two rings, what are you playing for, man? Yeah,
0: like, and good. especially, I mean, I, he probably went there thinking he'd win another one, and then he went, Jesus, Breeze is old now. What the hell's going then, on?
1: Uh, Jared Cook, I got him at tight end 10. I think he's a safe play every week. Yeah,
0: I've got him at 11.
1: You know Drew Brees can't throw the deep ball anymore, so just throw it to him. Uh, and finally, we're going to wrap up with our Monday Night Football game. We got the Kansas City Chiefs taking on the Baltimore Ravens. You got your two last two year NFL MVPs. Um, although Pat Mahomes, I wanted to, you know, I got him at my quarterback four this week. I mean, he'll find mm-hmm. ways to make it happen, but this Baltimore defense has been no joke.
0: This Baltimore defense is number two in the league. They are absolutely studly. I've got him at my quarterback five. I've got him at my quarterback five. You know, he's, he's still Patrick Mahomes, dude. Like, he's going to put up numbers. It really doesn't matter what defense he's going up against. I, I mean. I feel you. Yeah, what, what else can you say about the guy? He's, he's good. Be a stud. He's good at
1: football. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire. Uh, I, I lowered him just a bit. I got him outside my top ten. He's quarterback. I'm sorry. Running back 13 this week. You know, I just I, – he's going to be involved. He's going to put up numbers. But, again, the number two defense in football right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've got Clyde at 14. It's going to be a rough day, though. This, this defense is just no joke.
1: Yeah. Tyreek Hill, I have him as my wide receiver six right now, purely because we've talked about this every week. He has the ability to get behind people. And the fact and then the fact that Mahomes has a strong arm. So if the O line can keep the D line and any blitzes long enough for him to just huck it, you know, thirty five plus yards down the field to find Tyreek Hill on a seam. You know, that that's all it takes. I mean yeah. Tyreek Hill has back to back he had touchdowns week one, week he had a touchdown in week one and week two, he had ninety nine yards last week. Exactly. You know, exactly. And I think he's good. And
0: that's why I've got him at, at my wide receiver two. Yeah.
1: I just think yeah. it doesn't
0: matter who they've got in front of him. He'll run past him, and at some point in this game, barring any injury, he's gonna get behind this defense, and he's gonna—they could drop a touchdown in. They can go for eighty. I mean, you, he can yeah. get one or two of those, and be the number one guy in any given week. And then again, 100%. to touch on to touch on what you've touched on, I've got Travis Kels as my number one tight end. I, I do think. It's going to be a. This is going to be a high-scoring Monday night game. I know that. going to be Baltimore's defense is good, but it, it, Kansas City's offense is just going to answer. They're always mm-hmm. going to be around. This is going to be an absolute juggernaut of a Monday night game, and I think Travis Kelse. I mean, it's a safe bet he scores a touchdown again.
1: He's got. Yeah, he's got. He's got one each week so far. You know, Kel, Kelsey's fun to watch, man. I love Travis. Kelsey. He, he's
0: and he's just. He's kind of just an arrogant prick about everything too, which makes him even more you know, he's he's the he's the heel, right? He's he's yeah, your well, heel. You
1: know, he's 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 handsome, he's six foot five, he's a Super Bowl champ. What well, you know, what's not to like? Exactly. I actually I have Kelsey as my tight end three this week. You know, I just he's he's great, you know. Yeah. Uh, Lamar Jackson, other side of the ball, I have him as my quarterback three this week. So, you know, back to back I have Mahomes at four, Lamar at three, yeah. you know I, just, I've
0: got him at two. I mean this guy's going up the twenty
1: sixth best defense I think that they're
0: going to be able to do whatever they want offensively.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, what about the backfield? I had a tough time ranking. I I have a tough time every week. You know, Ingram. I got him at twenty-one, which feels <laughs> a bit high to me. I mean, I want to I want to lower him, but I mean, I feel like I you're mean, right
0: because I got him at twenty.
1: Yeah, it just so. I have like every time I come across the Baltimore backfield when I'm doing the rankings, I'm just like, what do I fucking do with you? I I look at their I look at Ingram and Dobbins, and I go, what do I do with you guys? <laughs> You're a fucking mess. Yeah, a fucking it's four. really
0: it's rough. It's always been rough with this backfield, and we knew it would be the second they drafted Dobbins.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's it's definitely it's been a headache. It's been a headache. But then on the you know with the wide receivers here, I got Marquise Brown at twenty two. He's my wide receiver twenty two. If they're gonna be in this shootout style game, here's another guy that can get behind the defense. Now I yeah. g- now well, I get it. He's not necessarily that deep ball threat, you know, uh, Jackson. But he's hit, he's hit a couple of them. Two Brown. I mean, they've got a connection. I can see at least twenty you know, wide receiver twenty two numbers coming at you this weekend.
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, with that being said, all the same reasons. I actually have, I'm a little bit higher than you. I got Hollywood at fourteen, just because you can beat this Kansas City defense. Yeah. And and Hollywood again. All it takes is one. I mean, exactly. he just he, he's fast as shit. And, you know, he, he doesn't have any touchdowns on the year, but, you know, I, I think that he scores this week. I mean, you know, I said, like, it, it's very rare when I can guarantee a touchdown, but I'm pretty sure Marquise Brown's going to have a touchdown on Monday night because I could easily see this one just being an absolute shootout. Yeah,
0: and that, I mean, that's why I've got at tight end, Mark Andrews is my number two tight end this week. Yeah, I got I mean, Mark Andrews at number four. <laughs> yeah.
1: Just, he, he's good. He didn't score last week. He actually did absolutely nothing last week with uh, one catch for twenty nine yards. Yeah, a bit of a rough, but, bit of a ruffie. But you could easily see in Week One against Cleveland, he had five catches, fifty eight yards, and two touchdowns. So I mean, Mark Andrews can easily do that as well. Yeah. So just don't sleep on him. I mean, you know, God. obviously no one dropped him. Again, if he's on your roster, he's probably the only tight end you have, and you're going to play him. And I think he's going to be very good this week.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: So. Well, that looks like we got all the matchups in. So good luck, everybody. You know, make sure you set your lineups. Um, and, again, thanks for listening. Check us out on all the socials, FF Football Show on Instagram, at FilthyShow on Twitter. Send us your emails at FilthyFantasyFootballShow at gmail.com. And, again, thanks for listening, guys. Um, you know, hey, King Josh, Josh the King.
0: Big Rome, out.